Oh, hello again. I mean, oh, oh, hello, and welcome to DWN Productions PHC Podcast, sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts, here exclusively at boygod.com and Facebook page. Now, with 100% less sleeveless Joe. Thoughts and prayers, buddy. Get well soon. Anyways, this is totally not the second time I'm fucking doing this because the mic was muted. Look at the fucking icon right now. It doesn't appear to have a line through it. Dude, I was on like 30 fucking minutes wrapping everything up and a fine gentle fellow came into the chat and says, Hey, no sound, you fat fucking idiot. Hopefully there's sound now. I fucked up big time. Right before I fucking uh, started this thing, the first time I got up from here, walked out the fucking door, and I tripped over the cord. We weren't live or anything, so I figured everything's fine. Just plugged it in. And I guess when I tripped over said cord, this uh, StreamYard service that I'm using automatically cut the mic. So I think there was the problem and not the alcohol. Speaking of alcohol, Merry, Merry Christmas. I hope, or Kwanzaa, or I hope you are all enjoying it. Wherever you are, hopefully with loved ones and not fucking run over blood in a ditch. If you are, you should probably call 911 instead of using what fucking strength you have left, left to listen to such garbage. Anyways, just like the last time I did this, I'm going to talk about three Christmas movies that I watched uh, usually every year. The wife and a couple of friends and I get together and have shitness. It is what the title would lead you to believe. We watch shitty Christmas movies and drink and partake in legal marijuana if we are in a legal marijuana state. So uh, this year there was an Arctic freeze that hit Houston. So uh, everybody was scared and they stayed home blow drying their pipes so they wouldn't freeze. However, they did freeze because it was a goddamn Arctic freeze. Anyways, the first movie I watched was a karate Christmas miracle. And uh, I did watch the movies, even though Shit Miss was canceled. I just watched them over the course of two days. Alone by myself, like always, go home to drink some more, some more liquor juice. So a karate Christmas miracle. I seen this fucking bounce around a lot on my YouTube and Facebook feeds this season. Never heard of it before. But a buddy actually hit me up as well and said, you should check this out. So I did. And it fucking sucks. 
I could see why some people would like this as a uh, like a funny bad movie. Let's laugh at these fucking people trying to make a movie, but uh, it's about a kid whose father died or went missing, kind of a gray area, a year ago because uh, he was a victim of a theater shooting, which involved the theaters wearing clown masks. So I guess this was written sometime relatively soon after the uh, Colorado Joker bullshit. So, uh, I mean, not to diminish what happened. It's fucking like that guy's bullshit and the situation's bullshit. It sucks what happened to the people there, obviously, but fuck that guy. Uh, so yeah, the dad goes missing or he's dead. Like I said, it's a fucking gray area. Uh, the kid joins karate and he says, Mom, if I get my fucking black, he doesn't say fucking. I just don't know how to speak without swearing because I'm a fucking imbecile. So, so he says, Mom, if I don't get my, if I get my black belt, African-American belt by Christmas, Dad'll come back. And the mom's like, What? He says, Mom, I get my African American belt by Christmas and Dad'll come back. And she's like, Dog, your dad's dead. And then she links up with a psychic that she met like 20 years ago in a fucking Tarot reading or some shit. So uh, the psychic's like, Maybe he's not dead. Maybe there's something to your fucking karate son's bullshit. Anyways, a whole bunch of fucking terrible filmmaking happens. And then he fucking gets his African-American belt. And they're all sitting around the Christmas tree celebrating Christmas with what family they had left. And uh, fucking old dad comes waltzing through the sliding glass door that's the karate Christmas miracle doesn't explain what the fuck happened where he's been any of that shit he's back I mean the ending's like what Uh, the ending's pretty funny but it's not worth fucking sitting through all this fucking just rubbish bad filmmaking shit uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I get it. I get why people would think it's funny, but I've seen a lot, a lot of amateur, I've made a lot, a lot of amateur movies, so, you know, it's kind of like, all right, yeah, I've, I've seen bad movies, bad camera work and editing and all this stuff before, but if you haven't, you'll probably laugh at it. It's just, there's not enough bad there it's just kind of a very stupid fucking premise with uh not good everything else but a pretty fucking funny ending just because it's so goddamn stupid and nonsensical ridiculousness bullshit because you really don't know where the fuck he's at like laced in between it's like hey did you know that your husband taught women how to fend off men who's trying to fuck them in an alley He trained him with these special knights that was found at the theater that he tried to, you know, fend the gunman away with. Although he didn't, because I guess he was a pussy. 
he just found the knife there. He's like, did you know that your husband built a gazebo on the fucking college campus with his own two hands? So really, it's a story about a wife not knowing anything about her husband, I guess. But the movie's not well made. And there was a karate Christmas miracle. I'll give him that. But other than that, go jump in a fucking lake. Next up, we got a we got a Disney movie. Not not so often we talk about Disney. I don't know. Joe watches a lot of those fucking MCU movies. Technically, those are fucking Disney channels now. So, Joe, listen up. This one's for you. I hope you're listening in the hospital and everything's going. And I just hope they're going as well as they can be. But uh. I watched I'll Be Home for Christmas. This is starring America's Rose, Jonathan Taylor Thomas of Home Improvement and Tiger Beat fame. Uh, you watch this movie and you'll find out why old JTT wasn't starring in any more movies and why old JTT left fucking acting altogether, and you haven't seen him in shit. Oh man, this uh, this fucking he's so uncharismatic and such a fucking dildo. He plays the son of Bill Lumberg, so he's like this rich kid off at college. He's dating uh, what's her nuts, Jessica Beale, and I guess they lived in the same town as high school, and they were dating, and they fucking somehow both got into the same college they're from new york no new york accents hey yo fucking pizza and shit they don't talk like that at all but now they're out in fucking california somehow going to the same fucking college and shit i guess it's a community college because that would be fucking relatively believable to fucking pull off but uh I wasn't going to say we're all going to the World's Fair, but no, that's a very shitty movie. Go check out our worst movies of the year. But uh, I'll be home for Christmas. Old JTT's a reach, a reach, a rich piece of shit, and uh, he's cashing in the tickets that his dad sent him, Bill Lumber, to get home for Christmas. And instead, he's going to go to Cabo San Lucas with old Jessica Beale and uh, maybe have sex with her butt cheeks. I don't know. But she's like, why the fuck would you do this? We should be home with our family, you stupid son of a bitch. And then the dad calls up because he finds out the tickets were changed. And he's just like, my son, you're a fucking piece of shit. But I love you with all my heart. So if you come home for Christmas and you make it to the Christmas table, the Christmas Eve table, by 6 p.m., I'll give you a Porsche. So this whole movie's about this fucking dickheaded piece of shit, rich fuck, trying to get fucking home for Christmas so he can get this fucking car. And at the end, he learns the true meaning of Christmas. And uh, it's not good. Not even for the novelty or the goof of fucking watching it. <sighs> Sorry, dog. 
uh, not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Like, there's a couple adult jokes, and I was like, shit, this is in a fucking Disney movie? That's crazy, but okay. Like, there's an old Nantucket joke, you know, because he had a dick so long he can suck it. That's referenced in a Disney movie, which is odd. And there's a couple other things. And I, I butthole. Uh, old Jessica Biel told JTT not to be a butthole. And I'm surprised that they would uh, mention that in a Disney movie. Because I forget the fucking name of the other company that's Disney. But there's another company they had that would put out fucking like PG-13 movies. Movies that were a little too edgy for the Disney label. Spyglass is coming to mind, but it's not that. I want to say Hollywood Pictures, but it's probably not that. Because Hollywood was their fucking, uh, their record division. But they definitely had like another label that they would, oh, we can't put this out with the fucking... Disney logo at the front but it doesn't matter because this shit was fucking garbage now let me take one more hit of this brown liquor again for like the 18th time since this is the second fucking time I'm doing this goddamn thing and we'll talk about the third movie which may or may not be worth watching Spoiler alert, probably not. The last movie I watched is uh, Last Ounce of Courage. This one's about a, a father who, uh, he's a tough biker. He's one of these tough bikers that ride for Christ. He looks like he's going to some kind of fucking crash metal concert. He's wearing this jean vest that's all patched up and shit. But you look at it closer and it's like a little circle that says 666 with a buster through it and then like a cross that says Jesus and it's a bunch of that stuff and then the big patch on the back the club he belongs to his crew they're the hell fighters because they fight hell motherfucker uh, so yeah this dude uh, he was in the art excuse me he was in the army and uh, his son's leaving for the army he got his old girlfriend knocked up. She was just like, oh shit, I gotta go. So he heads off to Afghanistan instead of dealing with the pile of cum he dumped in this fucking bra. <laughs> oh, I'd rather deal with you than this. <laughs> so anyways, this motherfucker gets killed in battle. And we flashed a fucking uh, 14 years later. His dad said, fuck it, I'm done. I'm done. He fucking goes into his garage where he has like a double metal locker thing. He hangs his fucking riding vest up. He pulls out an American flag and drapes it over the fucking motorcycle like it's a tarp, which seems pretty disrespectful for that character to do. And then we flash to uh, 14 years later, where he uh, he grew up to be the town pharmacist slash mayor. And uh, his grandson and uh, 
ex, and I can't know what, his dead son's baby mama comes back into town to live with him. And uh, the grandson's going through stuff. He sees a, a tape that his dad made saying, hey, you know, I love you and all this, blah, 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 blah. And uh, going through more videos, and they find some old Christmas tapes from when his dad was a wee lass. And he's just a young boy sitting at the Christmas tree, and they're all singing songs about Jesus and celebrating the reason for the season. And the grandson's like, hey, why don't people do this anymore? Why don't, where, why isn't the Christ in Christmas? And the fucking grandpa's like, God damn it, why the fuck isn't Jesus in the shit? I'm the goddamn mayor after all. I'm putting the Christ back in Christmas and I'm gonna make Christmas great again. So he starts throwing up all the religious iconography and everything around town. And and it's about this time where the movie gets saved. Because up until then, this is just your average faith-based movie. Which, if you're an ignorant fuck and you can't figure out what a faith-based movie is by me saying faith-based movie... A faith-based movie is a movie that is based in faith. What faith, you ask? The faith of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So most of these faith-based movies aren't good. A good handful of them star Kevin Sorbo. Most people will know as Hercules, as Eddie Murphy would say, covered in foam rubber. But, uh, yeah, this was just your uh, typical, typical faith-based movie. Until Fred the Hammer Williamson showed up as the villain. And if you know anything about me, you know I'm fucking anything fucking Fred Williamson is. Fred Williamson is in, I'll fucking watch. It might not be good, but I'll fucking watch it. And uh, he saved this movie for me. Uh, it is is it is a white exploitation movie. You should know what that is. You know what black exploitation is. You know you invert it and do that shit. And this is what that movie is. So uh, it's about. Uh, I already told you what it's about. But I'm just excited that Fred Williamson showed up. Like like fucking dude popped on screen, and I'm sure I went, fuck yeah, this movie just got a hundred. 28,000% greater. <laughs> but anyway, she's like, hey, you fuck. This is Christmas. Christ has nothing to do with this shit. You gotta be inclusive to everybody. And fucking old mayor's like, no, I don't. There's no laws. Christmas. Fred Williamson, oh, I'll get you. And uh, he doesn't. And the whole town seems fucking Christmas carols that involve Christ at the end. And that's it. Can't recommend this shit to fucking... Oh, same thing as I did last time. I forgot to talk about, like, the fucking one scene in this movie that they were... Mm, they were... Mm. So there's, like, a beef plot in this movie where the grandson's going to a high school and the high school's putting on a winter play 
and uh, it's about like aliens and aliens found a savior like you know getting all the religious stuff out of the play and the kids get together and say god bless it we're gonna bring the lord back into this fucking play and we're doing up the nativity we're putting the fucking Christ back in the play god damn it and uh they do and then for some reason they they fucking show the footage of this kid's dad saying hey i just wanted to, this was like from years ago like because he's dead this was footage that he was recording for his son and his wife back at home all that uh no there's his buddy soldiers like feet away from him not even reacting paying attention to fucking anything that he's saying there's one guy directly in back of him he's just the whole fucking time the other guys talking for the podcast listeners what this is for it was just me staring profile off into nothing so uh the fucking uh the dead son he's just like Hey, I just want to know, I'm thinking about you guys, blah, 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 blah. Merry Christmas, God bless, and I love you. And the whole time I'm thinking, well, fucking, this is so goddamn shitty. This is like awful filmmaking. A missile's just going to fly in and blow everybody up, right? Exactly what the fuck happens. Somehow he has this little rinky-dink handheld handy cam fucking it blew his fucking balls off his whole battalion but somehow this fucking tape survived and everything so they show that at the end of the fucking christmas play and then this fucking army dude in the fucking seat with his arm blown off he just stands up and then the fucking cop stands up and then the fucking janitor on stage left stands up and everybody starts fucking crying and then I fucking cried and then everybody sang songs about Christ and the movie was over with. Fred Williamson smokes cigars twice in this and he doesn't have sex with any of the ladies. So if you know Fred Williamson, he has three rules. He has to win, which he doesn't in this movie. Uh, rule number two, I forget, but let's just say it's him smoking cigars. And number three is he gets the lady only if he wants to. So I guess the rules were thrown out the window and he did it for the money. This mo- this movie made me think, man, I wish I was so fucking making movies. I could probably afford to get Fred Williamson in it. <laughs> I mean, that would be dope. Maybe I should hurry up and throw a fucking budget and outline and fucking business plan and all that shit together to uh, the untitled Fred Williamson project. I have $28. (laughs) Oh, man, unless it was a friend, I'm sure he got some fucking money. Again, can't recommend this one to anybody. Unless you're a Fred Williamson fan, then I would say check it out for sure. You got a new fucking Christmas classic. But anybody else, it's just, you know, it's another faith-based movie and it has the novelty of having the hand. So, 
I mean, that was it. Uh, let me take one more drink of this brown liquor. And then I will open this gift that I got from Joe that had, was definitely not opened on the first go around when I recorded this and the microphone was muted. <laughs> Let's try and remember what I said when we didn't do this earlier. Hey, so last week Joe and I both forgot to open the presents that we got each other. Joe, I hope this gives me a good laugh, but either way, I appreciate you thinking of me and getting me this, man. Thank you. I hope you're doing well, man. I, man, I just hope everything's okay and you make it out of this one, man. So, man, I hope this gives me a good laugh. Let's let's open it up. Oh my God, it's the corner gas book. Joe, that's so fucking funny. If I would have just opened this up and seen it, I probably just would have laughed my ass off and said, not only is that fucking funny, but that's good shit that I'll probably actually read. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that shit for real, is what I probably would have said if I opened this up without knowing what it was. But for real, that's dope. Thank you. If you don't know what Corner Gas is, it is a uh, Canadian sitcom. Very funny very dry and uh, very wholesome I think it's on Freevee which used to be IMDB TV which you can watch for free but there are ads I watched it through Amazon Prime so uh, look it up it is funny but uh, it's not cock fuck shit fuck hooker balls and shit like that it is a it is a more wholesome Canadian show I like it that's why he got me that. I didn't look to see if it was signed by anybody. Unfortunately, it is not signed by anybody. I say that only because Joe sent me a book today that was meant for somebody else and it was signed on the inside. I had to send him a text. I was just like, so Joe, why'd you, why'd you send me a book? You know, me being illiterate, uh, that's not being able to read and write. I was very Used. Unfortunately, with this one, you don't even, you know by the cover, it's mostly filled with pictures anyway. That was a bad page. It's mostly filled with pictures anyways. See if I would have opened up to that one fucking originally. But, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Joe, uh, hopefully he's back here to talk fucking January 1st at our regular time about the whole ordeal I just I just I just hope he makes it out and everything's okay I hope you guys all have a very happy Merry Christmas spend it with the ones you love and the ones who say they love you and uh, after that or during that you might just be bored sitting around with old familia just head on over to dwnproductions.net you can get this hat. I got like seven, eight left, something like that. They're fucking dope. Look at that shit. It's all embroidered, glows in the dark. Shit's fucking awesome. It's not just fucking awesome. 
it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Fuck that one up. But that's all right. Head on over to dwnproductions.net and pick one of these fuckers up. Or don't, but do. Fuck you. Get one. And then head on over to fastcustomshirts.com where they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of all different t-shirt designs. Most at $12.50 plus shipping. That's reasonable as fuck. If you like streets that are savage, he's got you there too. DWNProductions.net FastCustomShirts.com But most of all, you have a merry fucking Christmas and don't get unwillingly fucked in a bathtub. Alright then. Boy, guy. A long December, and there's reason to believe Maybe this year will be better than last I can't remember the last thing that you said as you were leaving Now the days go by so fast it's one more day up in the canyons And it's one more night in Hollywood If you think that I could be forgiven I wish you would Na 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 The smell of windpiddles in winter Feeling that it's all a lot of oysters but no pearls All at once you look across a crowded room To see the way the light attaches to a girl One more night up in the canyons And it's one more night in Hollywood if you think you might come to California I think you should Na 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 Drove up to Hillside Manor sometime after 2 a.m. And talked a little while about the year. I guess the winter makes you laugh a little slower. Makes you talk a little lower about the things you could not show her. A long December and there's reason to believe Maybe this year will be better than the last I can't remember all the times I tried to tell myself Hold on to these moments as they pass
was one dead day up in the canyon And it's one more night in Hollywood It's been long since I've seen the ocean I guess I should